Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. Oh, I am so glad to be back with you. Okay, here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about setting your game plan for the upcoming month or the upcoming quarter. I want you to be ready. So we're going to talk today about setting your game plan for the upcoming month or the upcoming quarter, because you probably have goals that you wanted to reach last month, right? But they didn't quite happen. So this is an awesome time. And it's natural. It's really natural to get a little, a little frustrated if you know you had the goal set last month or last quarter and you didn't reach them. And they seem to have just got lost somewhere, right? They just didn't happen. It's like, what happened? So as we are recording this right now, right now, it is a great time. When? Right now. It doesn't matter. So thankfully, your goals don't have to remain just, you know, some pie in the sky dream. We can really talk about what you can do to help make this a reality for you. You can take yourself from a path with unachievable goals to one with attainable targets by just changing your approach. So we're going to talk about setting your game plan for the upcoming month or the upcoming quarter, just depending on when you're listening to this. Once you've committed to believing in the abilities of yourself, of your team, and of your organization, that's when you can really start to put things in place to actually attain what you've set your mind to at this particular season whatever season it is for you right now, it's the perfect season to set the game plan for what's coming next. It's easy to get bogged down with, oh my goodness, we blew last quarter, we blew it last month. But guess what? That's the exciting thing about a new month and a new quarter (laughs) because we can always, we do like this mental reset for ourselves, right? It's like, oh, so glad we closed out that month. It wasn't what we wanted, but guess what? We always have a new month. And we always have a new quarter that we get to focus on. So remember, once you've committed and you can believe in the abilities of not just yourself, but your team, because what you don't want to do as the leader, whether you are a solopreneur or you have a team that's attached to you, you have to believe in yourself and you have to believe in the ability of your team. This is not the time to beat each other up, but this is absolutely the perfect season and the perfect time to set the game plan for the upcoming month or the upcoming quarter. So I want to give you a little bit of a a step-by-step approach to really help make an effective plan so that you can achieve the goals and here's the thing. We just, we don't like those one-offs, right? We don't want it to be a one-off thing. We want it to be something that you can do that will be sustainable for you, your team, and your organization. So here's the first thing to think about. Be thankful for what you all did achieve last month. Be appreciative of what you did achieve last quarter. Even if you didn't reach the targets that you and your team wanted to, there has to be something that you did accomplish. 
find that something. And I'm not saying you ignore the gaps that you have, but be thankful for what you did achieve in the previous month or the previous quarter. And then take a few moments to run those accomplishments through your mind, you know, have a great meeting, you know, with your team, because guess what? They know if they didn't hit the actual targets, but let's talk about what you did accomplish. It, it was nothing worse than at the end of the month, at the end of the quarter, or usually, you know, it was the start of, of the next one that you got beat up. You already felt funky just because you, you already knew you didn't reach your goal. Whatever it was, whether you're in sales, whether it's production, whether it's just what the quarter was and what the, what the team needed to do, everyone knows that. So let's not beat ourselves up about it, but take a few moments and run through those things that were accomplished and give thanks and appreciation to the team for what you did well. And then feel good about it because you want your team as well as yourself to feel good about what got accomplished. So if you had, you know, this wonderful, gigantic 10x rule goal and you need to, you know, increase sales by, you know, 38% and you came in at 28, you're short, right? You didn't hit it. But guess what, you guys, we really did good. We can take that other 10% and we can stretch it out for the rest of the quarter and we can still make this next quarter phenomenal. Or we can make it up the next quarter for the loss that we had last quarter. You've most likely achieved far more than many others around you, right? So if, if it's just you and your team, and that's all there is. Well, you don't really have a lot to compare to, but think about other companies and other organizations. And not that you're sitting up there, you know, competing with everyone like that, but think about it. You guys probably did better than you think, right? And you probably accomplished more than other teams and other organizations did. So don't beat yourself up too much, but be thankful about what you did achieve in the previous month and the previous quarter. Start with a master list. So instead of just dreaming about the things that you want to achieve in the upcoming quarter or the upcoming month, take the time to sit down either by yourself or with your team, if you have a team and write them out. This is phenomenal. I love whiteboarding. If you have to be virtual during this particular season, that's okay. Share your screen, start typing those things out and make it a working document so that everyone can participate. It is phenomenal when you bring your team in, you know, when you bring your partners in, bring your staff and let everyone participate in that conversation. And why is that important? Because you want their buy-in. You want them to take accountability and pride in what you all are going to achieve, right? That's what you want to do and be specific about exactly what you want and how much you want, because guess what? It has to be measurable. It has to be measurable. Hey, we want to do better this month. I can't measure that. You know, hey, we really want to make an impact in the community. I can't measure that. You have to make it something that is measurable. And if you haven't heard me talk about it in a while, I love the book, Measure What Matters. Measure what matters because it's tough to make changes and shifts and pivots in the midst of the month, in the midst of that quarter, if you don't know what you need to change, okay? So you wanna make sure that you can measure what matters. Measure what matters. That's the book I would suggest if you don't have it. It is by um, John 
Doerr, D-O-E-R-R, grab that book. You want to prioritize your goals next. By the time you're done writing everything out, you'll probably have a list. Let's just say you've got 20 or 30 things on that list. These are all the things you want to accomplish in the next 30 days, 90 days, or you know, for the full year. But first, I want you to take a little time and arrange your list in order which you want to achieve them, and then zoom in on those top five or six. Okay, so write your list out prioritize those goals, and then take a look at those top five or six, you know, four to six. Let's say, take a look at the top four to six items on that list that you really want to achieve. And it's okay to have a big list because if you're brainstorming with your team, you should come up with this gigantic list, right? And then from there, together, you all collaborate and brainstorm. Okay, we have to pick the top four to six. What do we want to focus on? Because here's the thing, if it's too big, you're going to be all over the place and you're really going to struggle zoning in on what's really important. Because remember, if you know what the ultimate vision is and goal of the company or the organization, then what your team is putting together should impact that. So those top four to six that you're going to pull on, they should all line up with the end game for your entire company. Okay. The next thing I want you to do is plot and set attainable targets. So now that you've identified that, you know, the four or six most pressing goals, plot out attainable sub-targets, so to speak, for each of these goals and give yourself a timeline to achieve each step. I love when we plan things out for the quarter. Another one of my favorite books that I love to coach and teach is the 12-week year. Hint, I love talking about quarters. I love talking about the month. And then I love to talk about weeklies because sometimes we get so far down the line. It's like, hey, by the end of the year, I want our business to look like this. And a lot of times it's by numbers and that's okay because numbers matter. But you also want to think about what are those attainable targets along the way and how can you map that out? right? How can you map out some smaller targets along the way? Here's what I mean by that. If you say, hey, Mary, by the end of second quarter, we need to have this much revenue coming in. Let's just say we have to bring in $300,000 by the end of second quarter. Wonderful. I don't need to look at, you know, two days before the end of third quarter to say, hey, you guys, we're going to miss the mark. Or the other way that says, hey, we're ahead of the game. You want to have those, those small things mapped out. How are you going to reach this? And how are you going to measure it along the way? Remember the best way to achieve a gigantic bodacious goal is to break them down into smaller bite-sized pieces that you and your team can achieve. Oftentimes, and sometimes, especially if you're in a large organization where you're getting executive goals coming from the top, usually we will also be like, who came up with that? That is huge. Well, guess what, leader? Leader, you don't get to be on that same bandwagon. You have to take a little different approach and really help your team see, you know what, you guys, this is a big goal, but guess what? If we pull together, we can attain this. Let's talk about how. 
That's when you pull out the whiteboard. That's when you start brainstorming and you start looking at the smaller attainable targets. You take that big elephant. What's that? I was like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. It is the same concept when it comes to obtaining the big goals for you and your team and your organization. And for those of you that are just solopreneurs, it's the same thing for you. It is the same thing for you. If you said, Mary, I need to have my company at $300,000 or I need my personal income to be at $300,000 by the end of the year. Well, okay, what's it gonna take to get that? And you start backing that up. You know, we, we call it what reverse engineering. Back it up so that you can say, okay, that means every quarter we need to bring in this amount of revenue. And that means every month, and then, oh my goodness, when you break that down to every week, now you've got something that you can, you know, sink your teeth into, right? Because if all I said to you was three hundred thousand dollars by the end of uh, by the end of the year, you're like, oh, that's great, that's good to hear. Well, what does that really mean? Well, think about it this way: if I said three hundred thousand dollars in fifty-two weeks, well, really, that's about fifty-seven hundred dollars a week give or take, right? So when you look at that, you're like, okay, well, $5,700 a week. How do we get that? That's how you break down those goals. Because then you have to look at how do we bring that in every single week? And you don't make 5,700 the goal. You might make 7,000 the goal. That way, you know, you've got a little wiggle room so that by the end of the month, by the end of the quarter, and by the end of the year, you have reached your goal. It's only a matter of completing each step one by one. So now you know it's attainable because you've already figured out how to achieve every step, right? Now it's a matter of completing each step one by one. Once you complete your last step, guess what? You've achieved your goal. You're there. That big bodacious goal has now been accomplished. So plan to give yourself and your team a reward along the way. Give a small reward when you've successfully conquered each phase of the master plan. I can remember years ago when I was working in telecommunications, it was so awesome that we didn't have to wait just until the end of the quarter or the end of the month to celebrate the success of our team. So if we get to the 15th of the month and it's like, you guys, we're, we're you know, 30% ahead of where we were last month this time, let's go celebrate. And I'm not saying it has to be something expensive or it can be, it's totally up to you, but think about something that you can do to celebrate. It is awesome to feel rewarded along the way. It's great to, because it motivates you to keep it going. Cause it's like, well, shoot, if this is what we're doing at the 50% mark, what are we gonna do when we hit the goal and we surpass it? I want you to think about that. So what am I talking about? Let me give you a recap. I want you, first of all, to be thankful for what you have already achieved in the previous month and the previous quarter, okay? I want you to then take a look and make a master list about what you want to achieve in the upcoming quarter and the upcoming year. What's everything that you and your team want to achieve and be very specific about what you want and how much of it you want because it has to be measurable. Remember the next thing we're gonna do because that's that list. That's that list you just kind of 
whiteboard it all out, get your team involved and you write it all out. Just go for it. You've got 20 or 30 things on that list, right? The next thing you're going to do is prioritize those goals. And then from that list, that big list that you created, when you prioritize, you want to come up with four or five or six, four to six things that you're like, boom, this is what we're going to focus on. The next thing we talked about was now I need you to set attainable targets. So you want to map out small little uh, stepping stones along the way. And then you're also going to want to celebrate, give yourself a little reward as you're working towards the go, as you accomplish something, even if it's not the full thing yet, like, hey, you know, we should be at 50% and we're at 75. Wonderful, wonderful. Let's keep it going. The next thing I want you to really think about is reaffirming your commitment. Okay. As here, here's what I mean by that. If, if we're going for a $3 million year, okay, it's easy by the time, you know, March, April, May gets around. It's like, oh, okay. Yay. Yay. We have, you know, $3 million by the end of the year. That's so far away. It's not as exciting. Right. So as, as the old quarter winds up, right. As the old quarter ends, Make some time to go through your list and make sure that everyone on the team is still committed to achieving the goals for the year, as well as for the upcoming quarter. Don't let it become stale. That's what I want to tell you. Don't let it become stale. Keep it exciting. Keep it in front of yourself. Keep it in front of your team. It should be the topic of, you know, a weekly meeting or bi-weekly meeting about where, where you guys are in reaching that goal. With each goal, start it off by saying, you know what? Um, we are all excited about the goal. Hey, let's just, I just want to make sure everybody's still committed to this. And read the details of the goal from beginning to end. There's nothing wrong with doing that every, every month, every month. Hey, you guys, I want to make sure we're all on board with the goals. You know, what else do we need to do to keep our excitement going on? It's nothing like asking your team what to do with that. Because by reaffirming everyone's commitment, you officially vow to do whatever is necessary, especially as a team, to get the job done, which is a much better place than you were at the end of last quarter, right? Because we're moving forward, right? We're, we're getting everybody on the same page. We're going to make up for the shortfall from last quarter. If you had any, or guess what? If you were ahead of the game at the last quarter, we're going to keep that lead, right? All of a sudden, I just remembered running track and being in the mile relay. And you know what? If, if, by the time you got the baton, if you were in the lead, the last thing you wanted to do was, you don't want to lose that lead, right? It's like, you know what? Hey, we're in the lead. We are going to get it. We are going to get it rocking and rolling. So commit, commit to actively finding solutions to overcome every challenge that crops up. Every challenge that pops up its little ugly head along the way. Here's why. Because you guys, it's going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, it is going to happen. So make sure you also have the commitment from yourself as well as your team that listen, when the challenges come up, hey, I need like four or five of you to help come together with me and let's figure out how we're going to deal with that. Bring that up at the beginning because it's going to happen. When you mentally 
prepare yourself ahead of time for the challenges, then it's not a sucker punch when it hits, right? It's not going to be a shock to your system when it hits you and you can focus on solving the issue versus wallowing in it. Picture that you can focus on solving the issue, solving the challenge so that you and your team can continue moving forward. You don't want to get stuck in the challenge. So prepare for it now. And I'm not saying you're going to know exactly what's going to happen, but you know, it's going to be something, right? So if you have a a preparation, if you can come up with a standard operating procedure for an upcoming challenge of what you all want to do to work towards it and work through it, you are going to save yourself some time and you're going to be able to continue moving forward a lot easier. So now that you've changed your approach a little bit, now I'm hoping that you can expect to really see much improved outcome with every goal that you have set for yourself and your team in the upcoming quarter, in the upcoming month. I'm Mary Ricketts. To your success, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning-point.newzendler.com. That's turning-point.newzendler.com.